Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is another segment of Rich Answers, where past podcast guests will provide me three to five questions that they want to either know about me or, or know about in general, and then I answer them to the best of my abilities. And today, our questions are being provided by Robin Nua, who was on episode 189, and he, he lives in Dubai, but he's from Nepal, and he's probably one of the most inspiring people and stories that we've had on the podcast. And he has three excellent questions today. And um, we're recording this in Miami. So uh, if, if it's loud, it's because it's the ocean behind us. The ocean. Uh, it's morning, kind of just got out of bed. We, we're kind of in the middle of our morning routine that we do. If you want to learn more about our morning routine, check out some of our past uh, rich answers where we talk about it. We've had two that uh, two people that have asked about the morning routine that we do. And um, I'm excited. These are great questions. Robin, thank you for these questions. Okay, so number one, what do you think the world will look like in five years? This is a great question. I love like futuristic questions for sure. Um, now I'm preparing, preparing my mind. Like everything I do is in preparation of the future in a way. So that in the future, if, if we're thinking about life in moments, right? I want to be prepared for a particular moment. 30 years from now, say. So every single day, it's like working up to that. Now, with that being said, I probably have a better idea of what the world will look like in 30 years than I would do five years. Because I leave a lot of room for uh, chaos or um, unpredictability. I would say, but within the, the next five years, so that 30 years might be easier to answer than five years, but in five years, l let's look at things that we know will be like absolute. And when we're, we're talking about the future, you can never be specific in, in what you're thinking or predict because, uh, it will inevitably be wrong, right? Look at, say, the last five years or say something like Uber that comes along that just like revolutionizes everything. Um, crypto is probably one of those things right now, just things that come along and then just like uh, make a huge impact right away. But I would say generally the technology and especially digital technology around us will continue to accelerate and compound. It's not stopping. So one needs to prepare their self for this world where there's going to be so much change because of this, this all the technologies and our uh, science and just like everything is happening at such an accelerated level. I was talking with my grandma the other day and she was born in 1929. 
or 30. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Uh, she's in her 90s. And she was talking about the, the changes that she's seen in her lifetime. But they happen in these, like, slower increments of decades or even, like, 20, 25 years, right? But in my lifetime already, I've seen so much change. And in the future, it's just going to be more and more and more and more. And it's preparing the mindset. So I would say uh, within the next five years, technology will continue to compound, continue to accelerate as far as what one can do personally. Now, there's a lot of fear around that fact that everything is progressing at such a quick rate. But what can you do personally, right? And this is what's exciting because this is really like one of the first times in human history that this is possible and that's skills, developing skills where you become, uh, you're adding value to the world in very specific ways and you'll be compensated in that way. Whereas before we're, we're seeing this, this rise of like, individuality where if you have a dream right or you you have a lifestyle that you want to live you can do that you just have to figure out um, and use your cognitive abilities and um, use your mind to figure out how to do that and what I mean is like We have the ability to work anywhere and you just need an internet connection. So it's like, what skills will I or, or you develop where you can use those skills independently and generate income for yourself to live the life that you want to live, right? And I see this in the NBA a lot, they call it the player empowerment era, where say if you're an NBA player, basketball player, you've developed these skills and you just kind of go to the team or franchise, like wherever you want to live, you know, it's very um, empowering. It's very empowering to know that you have skills and those skills there's a demand for those skills. People are willing to compensate you for that. What we have to figure out though, as a, a society and world is, while each of us can be empowered individuals, how do we help other people? Um, and how do we build strong communities, both digitally and physically? That's that's something I'm I'm very curious about, and I, I commit a lot of time to thinking about that question regularly. Um, so I think that's what the world will look like in five years: is that technology will continue to accelerate, and it will free up individuals and empower individuals uh, to create and live the lives that they they want to lead. Number two, again, great questions, Robin. What's the biggest challenge you're facing 
in your role slash business slash project right now and how are you tackling it? This is a great question. Um, what I have found, I think my two biggest obstacles right now or challenges is marketing. Let's stick with marketing first, um, which is a strange thing. You would think, you know, I, I grew up on a farm in the country in a blue collar environment and you're raised with the philosophy of, you know what, I'm just going to work. I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to work and do my job and do my thing, right? But what I'm realizing is that like, no one notices, you know? And it's, it's like stunting growth or it's like limiting growth and possibilities and opportunities by just like simply working, like putting my head down and working. So I have to, I suppose this is part of, uh, part of that, like the podcast and uh, YouTube and social media and Instagram. It's like, how do you... How do you market <laughs> marketing? Marketing is my biggest challenge right now. But what I've, uh, how I'm approaching it or tackling it is really thinking about uh, systems and processes. And if you've been following the podcast, you've noticed we've gone in a more like science and technology direction. A lot of that has to do with me just being curious about how scientists, engineers, people who are more analytically uh, minded, like how they go about getting the results that they want or finding answers or exploring ideas and then applying those to my own life creatively. So systems, processes, and this is something that um, like uh, of sports coaches that I've learned about and have applied concepts from Phil Jackson, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, uh, Pete Carroll, just to name name a few, the main ones, I would say. But like Nick Saban, I, I remember reading in this in his bio biography processes, process, process, process. And success isn't random. You know what I mean? It's, it's very deliberate and it's thought out. And like we were saying before, you're preparing for a moment in the future. It doesn't exist right now, but you're using your imagination to place yourself in that moment. Then you have to work backwards like how how do we do this then step by step by step and what do we have to do on a daily basis um so that's what I, i'm i'm trying to work on right now is preparation organization systems uh that's that's how i'm going about it 
another challenge that I have, I think one of my biggest obstacles is not speaking better Spanish. And that might seem like an odd answer, but you know, I'm here in the United States in North America and if one knows Spanish, the amount of people that you can talk to and communicate with in in the Americas is just astronomical. And I'm limiting myself by not taking the time and effort to learn the Spanish language. I, I like generally know uh, uh, like basic amounts and words and like sentence structure, but I could do a better job at it. So um, what I'm trying to do is learn the most, like uh, I probably know at least a hundred words for sure. hundred, then like 250 most frequently used words in the Spanish language and environments, uh, then 500, then maybe 750 and then, uh, and just keep doing that and keep practicing uh, so that in the hopefully near future, I can go and I can talk to you. And on the podcast, we've run into the situation where like I've reached out to people and they decline coming on because they don't feel confident in their, their English speaking ability. But that that's kind of, I see it on me of if I learn Spanish, I can reach more people. We can have more people on and it doesn't matter. There's no like requirement for the podcast to be in English or your Spanish only. Just talk to people. And that's what I love doing is exploring uh, my curiosity through people and subjects uh, from all around the world. So those are those are two challenges that I have. Um, as far as the Spanish, how I'm tackling it, I don't want to learn through screens. So what what I have is a, a dictionary, and also uh, one of my favorite books is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. He's a Brazilian writer. And I have an English and then a Spanish version. So I'm like trying to read them simultaneously. And it takes me like an hour, or when I did try this, it takes me like an hour to get through one page. Uh, but again, persistence, got to keep at it, got to do it on like a more frequent daily basis. Um, so those, those are the things, like taking big challenges and ideas and breaking them down into uh, systems, processes, uh, organization, organization. I'm not, to organize people, I don't seem organized. And then to unorganized people, I seem very organized. So I'm somewhere in the middle and uh, we just gotta figure the stuff out, right? Number three, and this is the last question. What's your favorite childhood memory? Um, I really enjoyed my childhood and there's so many memories. So to, uh, to narrow this down a little bit though, I don't have one particular favorite memory. Um, but I, I will say lately, I've been thinking a lot about my experience 
growing up with my cousins. I've been thinking that about that a lot and how I, I enjoyed it, us playing together. And every time we had a holiday, we'd get together and, you know, a family party and all of us cousins are like playing basketball or baseball or football or, you know, uh, with Disney. Like when we were younger, we'd, we'd like kind of dress up and play and be these characters and, uh, through my cousins, I was really able to explore my imagination and uh, just have fun and just be and, and enjoy the moment. And I have nieces and nephews. I have uh, three nephews and two nieces. And uh, my sister is pregnant again. So I'll have, she has an, uh, a daughter and uh, another child on the way. And I, I, I really enjoy seeing the interaction between uh, the two families and the cousins and how they look after each other and, and how they've been um, developing uh, their relationship and friendships. That's on my mind a lot. And so I, I've been thinking a lot about that whole experience you know, with family and relatives um, and, and those like family parties. But like every Sunday uh, after mass, we would get together at my, my great grandma's house and just just uh, play and and be with each other. And as I get older, I, you know, these things, you, I guess you're, you're thinking about and the memories that you create, right, in those moments and uh, being there for those moments. That's, that's what I think a lot about when it comes to uh, this question. Um, Robin. Thank you so much for these questions. These were these were like three really good ones, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed the background we have uh, here in Miami. It's early. The wind is a little little violent. That's what I've realized is that uh, kind of have to wait a little later in the day for it to like calm down a little bit. Uh, but the sun is out. I'm going to the beach today, and uh, just going to enjoy myself. So. Um, Thank you again for those questions, Robin. You can catch his episode 189. Uh, he's a phenomenal human being. And uh, I'm so proud to have met him and uh, uh, continue our, our friendship.